Welcome to the podcast. Today we talk about the allegations against Joe Biden. Uh, this is an interesting one because the media doesn't tell you about this stuff at all, but they've dug into the archives and found footage of apparently uh, the accuser's mom calling into Larry King in 1993. We have that audio. It's pretty amazing to hear. Uh, we'll also talk about the ridiculous restrictions going on with businesses and business owners, a sting at a nail salon to try to catch people from, you know, doing nails, uh, which is apparently crime now. Uh, the possibility of a uh, food shortage in some areas with certain foods. We'll get into that. And talk to a Dallas salon owner who has decided to just stay open. Told that they're not allowed to be open. She's just like, I'm going to stay open because I think it's the right thing to do. And Chad Prather is on as well, talking about the surveillance state we're kind of walking into right now. It's all on the podcast today. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review this podcast, as well as shoot over to Stu Does America as well. And do the same. Five stars is the appropriate amount of stars. And you can, of course, join up for a subscription at blazetv.com. Use the promo code Glenn. You're going to save 30 bucks off your subscription. Here's the podcast. listening to the best of the Glenn Beck program. This is the Glenn Beck program. We're glad that you uh, are listening. By the way, uh, for those of you who might be frustrated with homeschooling your kids, uh, there's the archives, the Glenn Beck archives that you can get uh, now at uh, the Blaze TV. Uh, just go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Look for my uh, archives, and you will find a few of them that are uh, put together. One of them is the pendulum theory, uh, which is really important for you to understand. Uh, and there's a couple of others. And also look for uh, his story, the history archive, where we kind of tell the the we tell history through artifacts there's a couple of seasons i think on that on blaze tv okay uh welcome to pat gray hello pat hello glenn speaking of uh homeschooling i heard you telling the story about your granddaughter that mm. when the, she was clearly being presented with the word stuck and kept saying mud i hope you've uh, had her checked you've had her checked haven't you i really why do you think something's you, wrong yes i think something's very wrong i mean if you no, can't don't get, say that if you're joking if you can't Pat, get stuck out of stuck and you keep going to mud <laughs> come on now come on let's let's get you some help uh, <laughs> what is she four the, now is she four five how old is this person Twelve, uh, uh, <laughs> eighteen. <laughs> no, that's Jeffy. Eighteen. Um, so uh, the uh, experts are now coming out and saying that, and I want to, I want to quote this because they're from experts. Okay, mm -hmm. they've done some research, and they worry that quarantine fatigue is starting. <laughs> okay, <laughs> mm -hmm. they're on top of it. They say um, they say that we are starting to have quarantine fatigue and mm -hmm. we saw something that we hoped wasn't happening, but it's there. It seems actively we're getting a little tired of quarantine and it looks like people are starting to loosen up on their own travel more. Mm, yeah. 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 That's going to happen. Mm -hmm. It is happen. happening. It uh, is we, absolutely. I, yeah. We had a. Over over the weekend, I was I was out uh, running some errands, and I there had to be 
triple the traffic that there has been the last six weeks. Yeah, it does seem like it's picking it, up. It was a, there was a ton, and I, I went to the grocery store, and it was full of people, and most of them didn't have masks on or gloves. And I, so I think people are, yeah, they're tired of it, and they're just going about their lives now. Uh, so I well, the good news is we can get a little more draconian about things, you know. Yeah, we could. By the way, you know, in uh, uh, Wisconsin, you know that they saw no no uptick in cases because of voting. Remember when they oh. all went out and they all voted, yeah. and we we're like, "That's crazy!" Mm-hmm. Not a single uptick from it. Nothing. Although they did have everyone, you saw the pictures. I mean, they weren't standing anywhere near yeah. each other. Social right. distancing. Yeah, right. I we went can, to Home we Depot can do this that. weekend. We can and everybody was standing, right? Yeah, everybody was standing apart from mm-hmm. each other. I mean, nobody mm-hmm. got close to one another when you were even talking. You know, somebody yeah. was. You know, I was talking to my son-in-law, and somebody else said, "Hey, you know what? You really need to do." But he was six or eight feet away. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I didn't walk up to him and he didn't walk closer to me and he showed me something in his, in his cart. And he was like, look, this is, I'm doing this, blah, 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 blah. We stayed our distance. People are doing that. Yeah. They're smart enough. To and we're do not that. stupid. Right. Right. Uh, here's, I don't know if you saw what happened in Laredo, Texas. Two women were arrested this weekend. They were caught running a beauty salon inside of their homes. Now listen to this. Officers from the Laredo, Texas Police Department were informed of activities through an anonymous tip sent to their tipster line. The tipster informed police that the women were running a salon service and advertising on social media. So the police went on an undercover sting operation and arrested the women for offering beauty services from their home. They were taken to jail for booking and <laughs> and were held on a $500 bond for violating emergency management plan C and emergency management plan B. You've got to be kidding me. It's not America. That's just no, it's not. That's not America. That's so it's ridiculous. not America. And you see examples of that all over the country. And it, that has to stop. That just has to stop. At what point do police stop enforcing uh, edicts from mayors that are unconstitutional? I hope at this point. I hope, just stop it. Just. Well, we'll see. We have a lady who's running a, a salon here in Dallas, Texas. And that's a progressive city now. Uh, and um, uh, they've already received uh, citations from the city. And she's like, I'm not closing. Mm-hmm. I am not closing back down. I've had enough of this. You want to get your hair done at the beauty salon? Come on here. And uh, we have her on in about an hour or so. And I, I think she's going to be, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, is she going to go to jail? Are they going to arrest her? Possibly. You know, that pastor that was, that was given an ankle bracelet for, you know, defying his stay-at-home <laughs> order? Uh, mm-hmm. This is in Baton Rouge. He was given an ankle bracelet. He doesn't care. He's still walking around. <laughs> They're like, you're not supposed to be walking around. Yep. Well, track me. I'm walking here. <laughs> and, the, and there's a restaurateur in uh, Houston who just opened up, too. And he said, look, I'm not trying to be defiant here. I'm not trying to be a rebel here. But my employees are really hurting. And we need to, we need to open up. So 
that's what we're doing. We're opening up. We're doing social distancing. I put all the tables six feet from each other. You can pay at your table. I, you don't have to touch anything or anyone. He said, I'm doing this as safely as is humanly possible, and they're threatening to arrest him, too. Just, That's crazy. crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. Um, Stu, you were out in uh, a neighboring town this weekend that actually was one of the first cities to fully open up. Yeah. Uh, I saw people eating at a restaurant. <gasps> No, you didn't. Called nine one one immediately. Oh, good. Uh, got them good. all. They're all in prison now. But I mean, good. if they were out there uh, on a por- uh, patio, because this is this town opened this up for patio dining. So if you have outdoor mm-hmm. dining, you can open it up. And you know, of course, it's the basically the only town with restaurants open within a hundred mile radius. So they were very crowded. Uh, they did very well. People were coming from a, a like over an hour away yeah. across town. Yeah, just to just, eat there. We thought about <laughs> we thought about going, uh, you know, going there and eating as well. And I, was, I, I honestly just stopped because it seemed like it would be annoying. <laughs> Nothing to do with the virus. It was just like, mm-hmm. oh, I don't. Do I really want to wait this long to sit at an outdoor table when so, I can just get the stuff delivery and instead of my own outdoor table? Yeah. So I didn't actually do it. But I did drive by is it and anybody, they were very crowded. Is anybody else kind of like, eh, I kind of miss this. I'll miss this. I mean, I don't want to be told not to go out, but I kind of like, keep your distance. Don't talk to me. <laughs> Get away. Oh, kind of, yeah. You know? More than kind yeah, of. I mean, yeah. I kind of yes. like, oh, yeah, we got to go. We got to go over to somebody's house. No, nope, nope, we don't. We don't. No, no. We can hang on to some of this, I think, later on after this all ends. I we can still we hang on to parts. To. Yes. <laughs> yes, we do. I think we need to. Yeah. I did a, uh, a T-shirt uh, for, uh, you know, Stu Does America. We have this, you know, Stu Does merch is where all the merchandise is. And one of the T-shirts is just, um, sorry, can't make it self-quarantined. And I, that's applying for after. It has nothing to do with now when everyone's right. quarantined. I oh, mean, afterwards, yeah, no, I'm just going to fake quarantine. I don't know. I might be sick. Every time I get invited to a party, I'm just going to be like, I'm sorry. <laughs> you don't even have to do that. I believe the government's lying to us. It's worse than they say it is. I'm still quarantined. <laughs> I, I, I will say this, though. I'm not afraid anymore because at the suggestion of the president, I had a Clorox IV drip oh, really? all weekend long. <laughs> all and then, weekend long? And then I jammed a UV light up my rectum. And it's, <laughs> I mean, I'm safe, I think, now. I'm completely... So you have no, what are they calling it? <laughs> anal seepage? That's what they No pool activity because uh, of anal seepage. And I'm like... <laughs> I don't want to even think about that. No, no, no I don't. You. No, but you, you don't have enough chlorine it. in your pool <laughs> if you worried about that. Okay, add a little more chlorine. Uh, one, one last story here in Connecticut: the police department has scrapped their pandemic drone program. This is in Westport, Connecticut. Mm. They, the hardest hit county in Fairfield has abandoned its use of high tech drones that can detect symptoms of coronavirus infection from up to 190 feet away. Wow. People were like, uh, no, I don't think I feel comfortable with your drones in the sky. The best of the Glenn Beck program. Hey, it's Glenn, and you're listening to the Glenn Beck Program. If you like what you're hearing on this show, make sure you check out Pat Gray Unleashed. It's available wherever you download your favorite podcasts. We have the one, the only Shelly Luther, who is making national news now. She's the owner of the Dallas Salon, Salon Alamode. Welcome, Shelly. How are you? 
I'm great. Thanks for having me. Please tell me you serve ice cream with a haircut. <laughs> that probably wouldn't be sanitary, um, but a la mode uh, actually means trendy or fashionable. <laughs> ah, does it really? I always thought it, it meant with ice cream on top. Um, anyway. It, it does, so, too. Uh, <laughs> that, too. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you have 19 uh, stylists that are working at your one location, and you do nails and hair and eyebrows and, and all of that stuff. And We do all that. Friday... Friday, you were issued a citation from the police because you decided to open your salon. And then you tore the citation up and said, I'm not anyone special. I just know that I have rights. Tell me about that. Sort of. Yeah, that's that's close to the story. Um, the police were sent here by TDLR, which is Texas Department of Licensing and Regulations. And honestly, the Dallas Police Department was very cordial and gracious and it looked like they were almost embarrassed to be there because they were on my side. They even said, we're on your side. Um, but they always send the uh, police officers to come out and they all, all they were doing was confirming that I was open. They said they had to um, write me a citation and gave me a case number. And that went back to TDLR. Um, so that happened. And then later on in the day, the um, city of Dallas, the, DFC, like the viola uh, ordinance violation people, came out and said, you need to shut down. I'm like, I'm not shutting down. Um, and so they left for about an hour and came back with a, a letter from our county judge, Judge Clay Jenkins um, in Dallas, that said, you must cease and desist, uh, desist business at 1 p.m. Um, or you could be charged with a uh, misdemeanor or, you know, have a civil issue on your hands, basically threatening to sue me. Um, and the cease and desist letter is what I actually tore up at the Open Texas rally. And what did he uh, what did he say? Because I, I hear he said, I'm guided by science. I don't know what you're guided by. I have no idea what he said. He hasn't reached out to me directly, which I kind of have a problem with. Um, because I feel like if he either came to the salon or we could discuss all of the sanitation training that my stylists have to get their license, um, it's quite ridiculous that we are the ones shut down when next door there's a dog grooming business that is essential and they're open. Unbelievable. So what is what was it that made you say I, enough is enough? I'm opening. Well, um, when they kept pushing back. Um, all of the dates, you know, they would set a date, push it back, set a date, push it back. And when I called the um, Texas Unemployment Agency, not joking, 573 times in one day, and I still didn't get an answer, I said, this is enough, I'm just going to open because I've not received any money from the government. Hmm. Where is this going to go from here, do you think? Um, well, Governor Greg Abbott, as we know, is supposed to speak today at 2.30. Um, he better open Texas completely, um, or he's going to have a lot of people that are going to be upset with him. So I'm just waiting to see what he says. And um, he actually... What if he, says, the, what if he says, I'm going to leave it up to the cities to decide? Well, right now, Dallas, um, Dallas County is until May 15th. That's not going to make me close down. Um, I'm hoping a lot of people are calling to say, how do we help you? I say, open your business because they can't mm -hmm. put us all in jail. Um, so mm -hmm. we all have to stand up. Now's the time for us to stand up. 
because if we don't take back our civil liberties right now, I don't know when we ever can. What about the people that would say that you're being irresponsible, you know, because we're in the middle of a pandemic? Well, I would say if they have seen the real science and not, you know, the fake news, they would understand that we're going above and beyond any guidelines that the CDC is giving as far as sanitation, because hairstylists already um, have that knowledge. Um, No one has to come into the salon. I'm not making the stylists, clients, nobody. They don't have to come in here. So it is your right if you want to stay home. But if people need to get back to work to feed their families, let them do it. All right, so let me ask you this, Shelley, and I, I, this is a, a personal thing for me. My uh, producer on my TV show, uh, her name is Ricky, um, her roots are atrocious right now. I mean, <laughs> it's bad. It's you know, really I can't bad. I, I mean, Glenn, I cannot talk right now. <laughs> Well, I'm just I'm just wondering if you can get her in right away. If I if I gave her the address, if you could get her in, because I just we're doing Zoom calls every day. And it's like I'm talking to a reverse skunk. <laughs> That's not fair. <laughs> but we absolutely, we're taking walk in. So anybody we actually had All a right. gentleman fly in from Colorado just to get his haircut to support us. And then I just had a gentleman oh, call great. me from Pennsylvania that he says the airfare is so cheap. I'm coming to get a haircut and get in the picture with you. Oh my you know? gosh. So, oh my um, gosh. I'm getting messages from South Africa of people supporting me, um, the United Kingdom. Um, and the amount of support compared to the people that are um, not happy with me. I mean, I would say 98% of the people are backing me and behind me. And so that's been really exciting and it helps keep the motivation moving forward. And Shelly, do you think it's because, I mean, everybody wants to stay safe, but you're behind in your mortgage, I'm guessing. Uh, your stylists yes. are behind in their mortgage. And yes, and it's like enough is enough. Enough is enough. Um, and besides these ordinances, and that's what they are, they're not laws. These ordinances, these people think that they can put on us, um, especially without a vote. Um, and, and a lot of them are done by a single person saying, well, th- I'm getting information from these people. No, you do not have the right to do that. You do not. Um, and enough is enough. And so we're working and we haven't shut down since Friday. And we have plenty of business. Right, well, and I'm thanking everybody for the free marketing. <laughs> if uh, Well, you're welcome. If uh, Ricky comes in, uh, take care of her because it's woof. Uh, but... Uh, but take care of her and uh, and also consider my ice cream with every with every haircut. I think it might work. We might serve but, some uh, outside just for sanitation reasons. Okay. <laughs> I would definitely consider that just for you. <laughs> All right. Shelly, thank you so much. That's uh, Shelly Luther. She is the uh, salon owner here in Dallas that has reopened her business despite the stay at home orders and even the orders uh, from a judge saying you're violating I don't know, some sort of ban that, you know, we could send you to the pound. People jail won't take you, but we'll send you to the pound. I'll tell you that right now. This is the best of the Glenn Beck program. And don't forget, rate us on iTunes.
This is the Glenn Beck Program. Uh, one of our Blaze TV hosts is uh, Chad Prather. I, I just love this guy. He is, um, a lot of people describe him as kind of a Jeff Foxworthy. I think he's more like Will Rogers. Uh, he's really intelligent, backed by real facts. I mean, not the Jeff Foxworthy isn't, but backed by uh, facts and really just takes on the, the ills of society in a very fun and common sense way. Uh, welcome, Chad Prather. How are you? Hey, I'm doing good, Glenn. You know, I miss you around here. You remember the good old days when I used to see you and I try to say hi and security would tackle me? Yeah. Oh, man. Security was just saying, can we go and just tackle Chad for, uh, you know, (laughs) just for old time sakes? Yeah, exactly. No, I'm doing great, man. Hanging in there. You need a haircut. You doing that on purpose? Thank you. Uh, No, I just need a haircut. Um, So, Chad, let's talk about your special. You... Let's uh, let's uh, go back and look at your special. Let me play a clip from your special that uh, just started airing now on Blaze TV, and it is on surveillance. This clip is uh, apparently you discussing what Australia is doing to try to trace COVID-19. Listen. Let me tell you what's happened last week in Australia. Australia, uh, they've got a, a basically a COVID trace app. Prime Minister Scott Morrison declared on Saturday the COVID trace app set to be launched in the coming weeks would be voluntary, and he was seeking people's cooperation to, quote, help our health workers to protect our community and help get our economy going again. So they're trying to convince Australians to use software uh, to basically track this stuff. So... um, One person said, I treasure the government knowing as little about me as possible. There's always the argument, if you've done nothing wrong, you've got nothing to worry about. My argument is, if I'm no concern, you need know nothing about me. That's true. Uh, It's happening in uh, Serbia. Uh, This uh, one journalist was arrested for upsetting the public. That's a quote. Um and talking about kind of exposing some things of you know talking about the lack of equipment in one of these clinics and and their unpreparedness and you you can't report on stuff like that in certain places so chad um you are disturbed by the reaction of covid or our reaction to not caring about some of this stuff well i think glenn that that we've always known that somebody's watching right We, we we know that somebody's listening in the scary thing that covid has done or this circumstance is that now we're encouraging it almost i mean all the way to you know the government asking neighbors to report on big crowds of people uh-huh. or people that aren't distancing and we're, we're giving away those freedoms and it's opened a pandora's box you remember back in 2001 richard reed tries to set off a shoe bomb on a plane and now all of us have to go through tsa checkpoints and take our shoes off every time we fly uh all because of one guy one guy and it changed how we travel forever now look at what's going on with this we have this pandemic this virus uh whatever you want to label this thing as it has now changed everything and one of the biggest things that we're seeing is that now we are a nation under surveillance uh you have not only neighbors watching you you have apple that has come out with uh special apps uh, an app i should say for the iphone you can put your earbuds in 
You can leave your iPhone. It's it's sold under the guise of a hearing aid. You can leave your phone uh-huh. in the room, in the conference room, and say, excuse me, I, gotta, I need to run to the restroom. And you can listen to everything that's being said in the conference room in your absence because it's transmitting over to your earbuds. So this this surveillance, if you will, is gone all the way down to the individual citizen level and it's really kind of frightening we go into you know the the last week's episode about surveillance we uncovered so much stuff that's going on that people don't realize that we decided to do more episodes and we're going to be doing that this week discussing this topic but we share some really shocking footage of drones being used in china and the facial recognition and their means of communicating and spying on people and so many nations around the world are taking their cues from china they're actually doing oh, yeah. what China has been doing for years. And you and think China is selling it to us. They're selling it to us. And people think that mm-hmm. that's not happening here in America, but it is. Elizabeth, New Jersey, just recently uh, had to come out and say, look, we're, we're not monitoring you. We're going to use drones, but it's only going to be to tell you if you need to social distance. So imagine you're out walking down the street. You're with your family. Uh, you're, you're just out for a little stroll and a, and a drone flies up behind you and starts hovering over you, telling you, well, hey, uh, you're not wearing a mask. You need to go back home. You need to get your mask on before you come back in or you guys are not far enough apart. These are the kind of things that are being done, not in China, but they're actually being done in states around America. And that's frightening. I uh, saw a story today, the first city that i know of that uh, said no to drones the police department bought all these drones up in westport connecticut of all places and uh and the the resident said you are not flying drones over to make sure that we don't have a fever apparently these drones could tell if somebody had a fever up to Mm -hmm. 190 feet away Mm -hmm. and uh they said you're not flying these drones over the city and told the police return the drones and they did but yeah. that's the first time I've heard anybody complaining about these. Right. And that's the problem. It's going to become the norm. And that's what happened. You remember after uh, 9-11 and they enacted the Patriot Act and it went from trying to find information and background on individuals that we considered may be terrorists to all the way down to being able to collect data for from anyone you have right now you have Axiom and other data brokers that are out there who are doing what's called micro-targeting. So let's say if I'm an employer and I want to find a blonde-headed female who's voted Republican in the past, she's 23 years old and owns a Labrador Retriever, I can micro-target that and it will in a few moments give me a list of people that detailed that I can choose from. These are the kind of things that are going on. We now have video game technology, which is actually tracking your body positions. Let's say you're playing... Uh, you know, one of these war games that are on there and you're in this will actually track how you would function in that scenario. And it records that go all the way down to the things we have. Don't for, just forget about Siri and, and Google Play and Alexa in your house. We've got Bluetooth enabled robot vacuum cleaners that can map the blueprint of your house if they want to mm-hmm. we've allowed these things into our homes so if we're willing to go down to that level how much more are we willing to allow a drone that can be hundreds of feet or yards away and still track what you're doing it's frightening i don't think that there's going to be i think that's what we're headed for i think we are headed for a world of uh of uh, brave new world you know i've always said that 1984 is china yeah but the west will be brave new world we'll embrace it for our own safety yeah and i heard and that's you, the problem 
Yeah, and I heard you say a good while ago, said, you know, it's not 1984 George Orwell that we're worried about so much as it's Algis Huxley. And that is exactly mm-hmm. what we're seeing enacted in this thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I try, you know, the Chad Prather Show, we try to take a humorous look at things, but we also try to put common sense out there. You know, on, on Stu Does America, Stu tries to do the same thing. The only difference is Stu's actually funny. And uh, <laughs> we, but we have, you know, every now and then it's time to just step back and take a look at this thing and say, man, we're, we're really getting screwed in this thing. Uh, I kind of feel like you were talking earlier on the show about the rats with the bombs up their butt, except now we have surveillance measures. People are listening and people are watching and we're letting the rats in the house and not even noticing them because they're everyday household things. So, you know, what bothers me about this is the, and I, talked about this what a year or so ago at least and i put it up on the chalkboard you should be looking at that chalkboard where there's a few things uh up there mm-hmm. that talk about you know five i think five or six steps to to global change and one of them is technology getting into bed with the government and this the coronavirus has done it yeah. has done it there is a um, uh, a report that was given to the president uh and the president's cabinet last fall that has just been released because of a FOIA request. Uh, and it is from the who's who of Silicon Valley mm-hmm. and everything in it is praising China because China and the private companies have merged together and they get rid of all the red tape for these big companies. And in exchange, these big companies give all this information to the government. Yeah. And in this report, they keep praising it, saying this is the future. This is what we need to do. This is how we can help. Well, it's horrible. That's exactly right. We're, um, we're starting to see companies like Amazon and Google that are partnering together to make sure this happens. And it's uh, when you start thinking about companies that are that big, I mean, if you've seen what Amazon's trading at right now, I mean, outrageous how big and consuming, all consuming that this company has become. And now they're tracking every bit of our data for use. And, and, and here's the thing, Glenn, I'm not even, it, it, the, the government is, is looking at us, listening to us, and I know that's happening. But now it gets really frightening when Bill de Blasio, the mayor of New York City, comes out and says, hey, if you see a large crowd, we want you to take a picture and send it to local authorities. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is that is brown shirt kind of stuff. And you mm-hmm. have your neighbors who are actually being rewarded for reporting these things. Uh, and you're being fined if you're having, you know, let's say you're having a barbecue and some of the family and friends come over there and you're not social distancing enough. What we've done is 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 kind of like a modern day uh, Miss Kravitz who's looking through the bent blinds and, and trying to see what she can find out about the neighbors. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And the more we do that and the more we're tempted to be that uh, tattletale down the street, it's almost like we have neighborhood hall monitors at this point. It's kind of frightening. Uh, when you, and, when you, and only usually the, the worst people are those hall monitors. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, it's not like the ones who are real libertarian are like, yeah, leave everybody alone. Yeah. Uh, those people don't become hall monitors. I don't know? know at what point in time we're going to wake up to the realization that for millennia, uh, humanity has proved that people are not inherently good and we really do bad things to one another when given power we're starting to see that we we've had our complaints about congress people and senators now we're seeing it uh, not only in governors of states but in mayors of city that are really overstepping bounds uh you know we could sit here and say that the restrictions have been listed uh lifted i read that in a document uh it was kind of an old document it was written in 1776 
but here we are <laughs> willing to give up those freedoms and those rights willingly for a false sense of security uh, to, to make us think that everything's going to be okay. Will America go back to being the way it was six months ago? I, I truly don't believe that it will. I don't think so either. Everybody keeps in. This bothers me. Every time I hear it, it bothers me. They keep talking about going back to a new normal. Yeah. That's, that's well, sort of well, like wait, whenever wait, wait. Uh, you know, it's like when Oprah and, and them kept using that term, my truth. Uh, there's no my truth. There's truth. Uh, there's no new normal. There's normal. Uh, we've never truly been able to define what normal is. Normal for me is not normal for you. Uh, God knows normal for you isn't like normal for the rest of the world, Glenn. So, uh, <laughs> hey, look at look at this, Glenn. I wonder if we can see this. I, You know, you've got the paintings of the mask. I found a painting of Beck. Look, can you see that in the camera right there? Look at that. I just threw the mask. <laughs> wow, that's good. There I it look is, like a 12. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I look like a 12. You do look like you're 12. Uh, all right. Thank you so much, uh, Chad. You can, you can find Chad Prather on blazetv.com or watchchad.com. The Chad Prather Show uh, One Nation Under Surveillance Special is now up on blazetv.com. Dot com. You can also follow him at Watch Chad. <laughs>